those actually. I don't know if that was great. Do you want to do another one? Really? No, out. it's fine. It it only kind of partially <laughs> matters, anyways. So Ryan, how's your oven? Uh, oven is good. Um, I've been utilizing that new convection roast settings, Ooh. and I made some extremely crispy cauliflower tater tots today. Those are the healthy man's crispy jams. I like that. Um, that is a hundred percent what they are. I like to I, I like to make a little um, low carb tacho. That's what I call it, tater tot nacho. It's a fun little thing. <laughs> That's good. You ever had pachos? Well, yeah, with like um the the cross cross cut oh, French waffle fries. fries. The rich man's fry. I Hell love yeah, love waffle fries. Um, yes, potatoes famously a rich man food. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what the Irish eat. Uh, so I noticed how I asked about the oven and not your arm first, because I'm quick potato story, super quick potato story. <laughs> okay. When I was in Ireland, we were there for about four or five days, and like literally every meal is like, and here's your French fries, and here's your potatoes. Like it's not a joke. I saw a girl get a full lasagna, garlic toast side, and also came with chips. I was like, that's that's too much carbs. And she took it all down and then looked sick. But anyways, after like four or five days, I was like, I legitimately need a salad. Like, and I'm not a salad on vacation type of guy, not my move. So I we were in this pub and I ordered this like, oh, cash of the day salad. We got this fresh trout. We're going to whip it up into a salad. Here's some of the prover- flavor profiles. I was like, hell yeah. It was a potato salad. I got it. It was fish <laughs> and all potatoes. I'm not kidding. That's awesome. Okay. I wanted to die. So not just, not just a myth. Notice how I um, asked about the oven and not your arm first. Yeah, I know what you care about. No, I've I've been told I play too much good cop, so this is me being real mean, asking about your by politely asking about my new house personal health. Second, ha, gotcha, good. Uh, yeah, because I've for been, the listeners, my arm is okay. Yeah, just so I, you know, I did text. I was concerned. Um, <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, you are the good cop all the time. That is our dynamic. That's our dynamic on what? Our podcast. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we're doing a movie podcast. This is Tuck and Rolls. It's a podcast by a movie guy. That's you and a guy that likes movies. That's me. And this week, we're changing it up. We're talking uh, purely about Pride and Prejudice, one of my favorite novels. (laughs) Just kidding. Of fucking course we're not. I mean, I was a little excited there because I love Keira Knightley, but anyway- uh, no, we're not. We're switching it up. We usually talk, uh, the first few episodes, we've tried a few different things. We've tried a couple of broad topics. We've tried a couple guests. We've tried the 30 The guests seem popular. Challenge. I think people yeah. like the guests more than they like us. We're just a platform for third parties to come on and talk about whatever they want to talk about. But you know what? I'll take that. I'll take that because there's guys that make millions doing that. So, um, But no, this week we're going to talk... About... Uh, next week, uh, we're giving a platform to President Donald Trump. Uh, he's got some ideas. We're going to get him on, see what he thinks. You should tweet him, see if he tweets back. No thanks. Gross. I mean, okay, this is a this is a bit of an aside, but this is a... If Donald Trump says we need to, he wants to come on our podcast, we're letting him come on our podcast. No fucking way. Absolutely Okay, not. I'll do the episode solo. Like, this is... Actually, okay, I mean, I guess I would say yes, but I would just be obviously dunking on him the whole time, and so I don't think it would be... Because he, when people start pushing him on things, he's just like, nope, we're done. I'm getting on this helicopter. No, but this is like a... This is a great Donald Trump impression. <laughs> that's that's exactly awesome. like him. Was... You're fired! You're fi- My <laughs> famous cash rage, you're fired. <laughs> that's so bad. That's worse than Alec Baldwin's. Um, you're, you're fired. You're, you're fired. No. That sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that was a, that was a Donald Trump, Arnold Schwarzenegger hybrid there. No, but I, that's the old question. Like if you have a chance, I know you don't play golf, but like if you had the chance to, to play golf with the president, you say yes, no matter who the president is. And I, 
No, I would not play a round of golf with Donald no. Trump. Fuck he cheats no. at golf. I said you don't he play golf. He cheats at everything. He's a garbage person. But look, you... <laughs> this is we're way off no. topic. I'm just saying, if you have the chance to do it, if he comes on our podcast, we're we're doing the interview. We're doing the interview, no questions asked. Um, but that's not what we're talking about this week. We don't have Donald Trump coming on. We don't have a guest this week because we got dunked on. But uh, that's, that's okay. That's right. We invited um supposedly one of our super fans on. And do you know what he told me? And oh, he, he might be mad that I'm saying he couldn't come on tonight. You know why? Date night. Woohoo! That's a that's a legit excuse. That actually leads into our topic because one of the what we're gonna talk about today because we were gonna do the 30 days of movies, but we've kind of gotten over it. Like we're 23 days. You guys in. have heard. You guys have heard 10 episodes of this. How you know how short my attention span is based on the 10 hours you've listened to me. We're two thirds of the way through. We're good. We're good. We're s- actually, you know, that's a classic Ryan Phillips move. Get two thirds of the way through something and give up. Oh, 100%. This is a, we're, <laughs> we are B, B plus students right now, and I'll take a B plus. We don't need to be A. So we're done with the 30 days of the movie. So this, this week, uh, we're going to talk about theaters, right? We're going to talk about the magic of the theater and how we miss it and all things related to that, right? But first, let's talk about what you watched this week. Well, before I can get into that legally, I do have to tell you that I'm not drinking White Claws. Um, <laughs> last episode, no, two episodes ago, rumor has it, perhaps too many White Claws get a little out of control, so I had to just take a break on the White Claws, so I got these Lemonade Trulies instead. Let me tell you, they're delicious. They're fantastic. So you're just going to crush six? Only two. Crush six only of two. Those? Well, we properly titled the White Claw edition. I thought you did great. I thought you did fantastic. You know what? I appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. I do my best. Pumping Ryan's tires. Um, um, just to even it out, I had about four or five white claws when I did the edit as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, we could tell. No, but <laughs> you do a great job of that. Okay. Date night. You've got a beautiful wife. I've got a beautiful wife. Sometimes I take them on dates when I'm not spending all my time with you or working <laughs> on this thing that we do together. You know, the seven hours a week that I put into this. Occasionally, I make a little time for my beautiful wife, Charlotte. So, but... And you guys, did you watch anything this week? Oh, yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, we mostly watched uh, TV. I don't think I watched any new movies uh, this week that I can remember. Uh, I'm sure I maybe watched a movie, but nothing new. Uh, but we've been watching uh, the new season of Umbrella Academy came out oh. on Netflix, season two. Is it good? That's quite a bit of fun so far. Um, no spoilers, because I think like you, they're going to tell you this in literally the first 10 seconds of the episode, but um, uh, and in all the trailers... Uh, they're back in time in this one, so yeah. they're in the '60s, and I don't, I don't love a period piece. We've talked about it before, and honestly, the '60s is like a little bit too much of a period piece. So, like, I don't know. I liked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood quite a bit, and so I didn't want to discount this just because they are in the past. But um, so far, I'm really liking it. It's a lot of fun. There is certain things about it where I'm like, I think this would be better if it was in present day. But you know, whatever. It's fun. It's great. If you liked the first season, definitely give it a shot. So I had mixed feelings about the first season. I, because uh, Dark Horse does this co- uh, comic book, right? I'm not sure. I, I know is, the yeah. guy from My Chemical Romance made the comic book, but I don't know the publisher. Dark Horse tends to put out a bit more of an alternative comic book, and I think that's reflected in the TV series. I do. Um, I really appreciated Ellen Page. Oh, I also thought about this because we talked about Ellen Page. Uh, a few episodes ago about how she kicks ass. Have you ever seen Heart? We're talking about Whip It. Yeah. And uh, actually, I'll put that in my crispy gem. I got a crispy gem with Ellen Page in it, so I'm going to drop that Ooh, later. Coming up later. But yeah, the, the um, whistle. Umbrella Academy was okay. I thought it wasn't the best comic book TV series, but I thought it wasn't the worst. I, 
It was different. Yeah. I liked that it was definitely quirky and a lot of fun. Ooh, you know what? Actually, I've got now also an Umbrella Academy related crispy gem. Oh, nice. So that'll be fun. So I liked the two uh, time assassins or whatever, the big dude and the... Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Yeah. No more drama. Sorry, big dude. We don't remember. His Sorry, name. no. He's really funny though. I like him. He's in a. He's good. He's a good job. Yeah, he's a couple. He's in a couple other things that he plays this. He plays a really graceful big dude. Like I don't know. Anyway, um, I will think. I I saw this tweet the other day and I actually was gonna bring it up. So this is a perfect segue. Segway. We gotta do that now. That's the bit. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Segway king. Took the took the belt. But yeah, the um, the tweet was is that comic book TV is better than comic book movies. No, absolutely not. You don't think so? No, not at all. Um, okay, so based purely, if we just go Marvel versus Marvel, Marvel wins. Uh, movies, yeah, fair enough, yeah. DC, I would argue TV wins, because DC has had a pretty poor track record, but a lot of their shows, like Arrow was pretty good for a long time. They're not like... like I like to go watch a superhero movie, but I don't like to watch The Flash or Arrow. And I've seen a bit of them. They're and they're they're good in their certain way, but they're like, you no. know, that teen drama. It's just super. It's yeah. a very specific type of show. It's One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill with superpowers is what it is. And I don't don't wreck One Tree Hill for me. Just leave it as is. But no, <laughs> the uh, I kind of forgot about that because I was more thinking about the Netflix or the. Um, the Netflix Marvel shows are good. And the streaming, yeah, like that sort of thing. And then this, uh, that style of TV and then the streaming, like uh, Amazon Prime has The Boys. I fucking love The Boys. You know what? I honestly, today I rewatched episode one because I'm rewatching season one because season two comes out next month and I'm, I'm excited. I've read those. Uh, I've read like two thirds of the, the I read ombuds. a good chunk as well. Yeah. It's, it does a pretty accurate job, but I think it kind of spoils it a bit too soon. But anyway. Uh, that was what I was thinking about, like Umbrella Academy, The Boys. Um, there's a couple other ones that are based on comic books that are really well done on Netflix. But Oh, uh, Lock and Key, I know, came out, yeah. but I didn't War- watch it. Warrior but... Nun? I haven't watched that yet. No, I haven't seen that either. But there's a f- those sort of things. And I think the ability of TV to get a lot more in-depth, because a lot of these stories are laid out visually... And I think it depends on how long the graphic novel is or how long the series is. I think they can both do it, but yeah, it's a it's a good debate. I could go either way, really. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is debatable. Uh, we're not we're not talking. About, you you're getting me off topic. We're not talking about superhero movies. We no. did that one. We did it. In addition to the Umbrella Academy season two, we've also been watching the new season of Last Chance You on Netflix, the football one. You know that one? I do, and I haven't seen it. I'm surprised you're watching it, but nice. Have you seen any of the older ones? No. So basically, the first season is like they're in this small town, and I want to say like Missouri or something, and they're a very small budget kind of janky community college, and like not a... I don't know. They have a different system for colleges there. But basically, like, the worst type of college you can go to and it still be considered a college. But their football team is insanely good. They're, like, record-winning amount of championships in their particular league, which is was confusing to me because the U.S. has so many different types of football leagues because they take football so seriously down there. Like, they're obsessed with football. Yep. Um, but the way that they do this is basically they recruit people who – are really good at football, but have like been already kicked out of a bunch of schools or had some problems with the law or whatever, basically where other colleges don't want to take them. These guys oh. are like, we're taking everybody. Okay. 
And then the season, the, the show was about the coach coaching this team and the problems that the players are having. And a lot of them come from pretty tough backgrounds. So you're seeing like a lot of like, man, this guy is so unbelievably talented athletic. But then on the flip side of that, he's got so many problems that, that it's hard for him to kind of maximize that talent that he's got and interesting. And then you have the, and then you have guys that are just making bad decisions or guys that are maybe not quite good enough, but they're really putting their all into it. Really, really interesting. You get really attached to the players. Now the coach total, just psycho, <laughs> like just like your classic insane coach guy, just screaming at them constantly. And like really in my, in my experience, cause I've been a leader in a lot of situations, not sports necessarily, but regardless, the important thing about a leader is it's somebody that inspires you and makes you want to do better and whatever, like bad leaders lead through fear. And that's kind of how this guy is. But his record is good, and it makes for an interesting show. And then after two seasons, they um, they booted him uh, because he, like, lost his mind and, like, tried to fight another coach on the field or some <laughs> okay. shit. I can't remember. I, don't, I made that up, but it is, like, very likely that it was something like that. It was something like that. Then they got a new guy, different college, same sort of similar thing where their football team basically never won. And they were like, let's try to do the thing where we get all the people that other colleges don't want, but they're really good at football. And they bring in this guy, different coach, uh, who's got a long history of coaching and playing football and whatnot. But this guy's just a psycho. Like, if the other guy was rough, this guy's just nuts. And how do they do? And, and sorry? How do they do? Like, they brought in all these. It's a new college? Like a new. They did better. No, the college is old. They just never really had a good football okay. program. Yeah, yeah. So I, they do a lot better. I can't remember how far or you know close to a championship or whatever they get but they do a lot better uh but over the he was he did two seasons as well uh i don't remember exactly or maybe the first guy did three and this guy did one doesn't matter he also was like a total dirtbag and you were like why would i want this guy in charge of me and whatever and like constantly screaming at the kids but now this new season is what i'm happy to share is that new team new city in oakland laney college and the coach is like this I don't know, 65, 7-year-old dude, been coaching community college football for 40 years in Oakland. He's a pillar of the community, and, like, he's a good dude. Oh, okay, that's a good and news story. And I was story. like, yes. Like, they, you know, one of the one of the players, like, hurts himself pretty badly on the field, and instead of, like, screaming at him like the previous two guys did, he was like, man, it's okay. Like, this isn't the end for you. You're going to heal. You're going to get back out there, and even if you don't, you're in college. You're going somewhere. Like, this isn't the end. Don't worry. But, you know, when they need to be yelled at on in practice because they're, like, fucking around, he does a bit of that, too. So I think he's got, like, a really good balance of it. But also he's, like, a normal human being. So, like, hey, you're having trouble. Let me talk to you about this it. This is a – that sounds like a really good show. Honestly, I I have – it's been on my list for probably, I guess, five years because I've heard about it. But, yeah, this is a – it's a very good breakdown of leadership styles. I do think there's a history of TV coaches kind of being insane because I do remember – um, that show Two a Days on MTV. I don't know if you ever watched it. I don't remember that one. Was that before or after Robin Big? Oh man, such a good show. That was we could yeah. we could have a whole rest in, rest in peace, rest big. in peace, big. Indeed, I love that dude. Um, but yeah, this was before. Anyway, it uh, that coach had a whole second family in another city. <laughs> yeah, like he, the second family move is insane. I to know me. Bartolo Colon. And that guy. I have one wife and no kids, and I feel like family's a lot of work. Like, how would I have a whole other know. secret family? Like, 
I would never have time for video games. <laughs> How would I pursue all my selfish needs like podcasting? <laughs> I spent an hour and a half before the podcast tonight, um, like completely ignoring my wife while I replaced some computer parts that I was fixing. So like, how would I do that with a secret family? Yeah, fixing two computers? That sounds awful. I um, Those are good. Those are good. Okay. Last Chance You and the Umbrella Academy, season two. I finished, I didn't watch anything new. I, I finished uh, season three of Westworld finally. And then um, it had a great ending. Happy oh, with yeah. it? My, very happy. I'm, I don't know if there's going to be a season four. I didn't have time to look that up. But now. If I try to watch season, you've been telling me to watch season three. If I try to watch season three, but without watching season two, am I good? Because like um, I did not like that. I watched like four episodes of season two, and I was like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, like I'll text you what happens in season two, and then you can you'll be good. Nice. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, we'll just we'll That's just spoil it for you. I won't spoil it for our listeners, even though they've already dismissed me on my Westworld love. But um, oh, hey, I want to say something I thought about earlier today. Way off topic. <laughs> Who cares? This We're episode? really throwing it to the wind. Fuck it. Um, earlier we were talking about Westworld a couple episodes ago and we said the thing where like, yeah, it would be insane for me to go kill all these robots, even though they're supposedly there for me to kill because like, they look like people like, <laughs> wouldn't that mentally be like very taxing? And I came across something that made me think about that today. And it was a comment on Reddit about, uh, <laughs> the, well, the, yeah, the person had submitted like, you know, my dad's a really, really nice guy overall, but when we go to restaurants, he's, like, always kind of rude to the staff if they're, like, not on top of things quickly. But he always says, like, hey, I'm paying I'm paying the bill, so, you know, they got to live up to it or whatever, which is, like, you and I both know immediately, like, fuck that guy because we've worked in the service industry. That's, that guy is a no second date. Yes, no second date. We're on topic. This is not topic. Um, and then the comment that really got me was, Okay, what you're saying is, you know, you've you've paid them. You've paid them for this abuse. You know, let's break it down. <laughs> Even though the fact is you've paid them for food and service, not particularly, nobody signed up particularly to take this abuse. Let's imagine uh, a store where the whole point is I go in, I pay you $100, and you let me berate you and belittle you and just be a dick. But you've agreed to it. You've signed up to it. That is 100% why you're getting your wage. That's the deal, yeah. right? Now imagine you have a couple of buddies and they like to go to that store every couple of weeks and drop the hundred bucks and, and do it. What would you think of those guys? You would think they were total psychos, right? Um, maybe. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like it's important to have an outlet. And in that case, those people are agreeing to do it. It's not like they're hard done by. They, they said this is their job. So they're just partaking in that service. I don't service. know. I, I think pay I w- pay for a therapist if you're having problems like if, that. If you've been to a therapist, but, it's definitely not a hundred bucks. But no, like, <laughs> no. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Like that's not a healthy outlet to go be cruel to another person. No, and I definitely I couldn't imagine ever paying for it. Like I just <laughs> I think I would never do that. But yeah, no. I that's a good point. So yeah, I. Anyways, it made me think yeah. of that Westworld conversation because like, well, why would you just go in there and kill all these humanoid realistic robots? Are you some yeah, kind of weird? Maybe guy? go work out go for a jog like do something do something productive yes um so yeah that's that's what i watched and i watched the quick and the dead oh man that's on netflix oh yeah i was gonna oh i'm gonna i'm gonna snipe your top three this week actually is that okay good because i you know, know i didn't think i was, thinking, because I never I was think thinking, I thinking about it and i was like oh yeah i'm gonna just take this week's <laughs> great Happy. Um, now, hey, okay, let's get on topic. Yeah. We're going to do it. So this is, a. it kind of goes, because the quick and the dead's an old movie, so I'll lead in with that. Back in the day, we used to, going to the theater used to be a big thing, right? It used to be a huge 
it used to be what I did on dates in high school. Mom would drop you off. But yeah, nowadays, COVID, theaters are shut down. Movies are getting pushed. Things are coming out on demand. So we were watching, um, scrolling through Twitter, and it came out that Bill and Ted 3 was going to come out on VOD. VOD and tech, they said they said theaters and VOD same day. So, you know, uh, presumably places where theaters are open or operating or whatever they're going to release. But I mean, even even those places, like I assume that the attendance is going to be very, very low. Right. So I guess the first. I guess the first part of this conversation would be what's the profitability going to be like? Are they making money in theaters? No, I don't think so. Like. I wouldn't go to a theater currently, right now, today. Um, I think I feel okay with the, the reduced capacity, and I still love going to the theater. But the um, the other thing that sparked this conversation was I watched Trolls 2 this week, Trolls World Tour. Trolls 2, baby! It was awesome, by the way. If yeah, you got, I haven't seen Trolls oh, 1. Trolls 1 is fantastic. It's got Anna Kendrick and Justin Timberlake. Even if you're not... They got that song. I've heard that. I know the song. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows the song. But it... Um, it's a great kids movie. It's also just a great adult movie. There's a lot of those references that you like from the Lego movie and stuff. If you ever find it on Netflix, I suggest giving it a watch. But Trolls World Tour, same thing. It was even better. It talks about how pop music has ruined all other music genres, which is hilarious. That's kind of the kind of the twist. So if your kids are listening to this, first of all, turn it the fuck off because oh yeah, get the get the fuck. <laughs> we out have of the kids. explicit tag. And then secondly, don't let them hear that twist because I'm sorry, kids. I'm not gonna spoil Trolls World Tour for you, but no Trolls. I'm also I'm also not gonna do any spoilers for the kids. Santa Claus isn't oh, real. Oh, you asshole! I knew you were gonna do that. Oh damn! The biggest spoiler oh, of such all. Such a bad cop. Such a bad cop. Please uh, turn it off. So you watched it at home, right? Well, and you probably what? What did you rent it like? Thirty. No, we bought the DVD. It was a dual pack, and oh, my yeah, there you we go. we watched it. My kids watched it in the car, and then I watched it at home because I like watching things that they watch just to see what they're. I like getting the references that they bust out but yeah the um that's why that's why i watch tiktok videos that get reposted to instagram (laughs) because like i don't want to be on tiktok but i still kind of want to know what's going on i want to yeah you gotta snake in that pop culture but no it 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 actually broke i know what the kids are doing i say yeet (laughs) i've been saying yeet a lot glizzies Uh, i think those are hot dogs actually i don't know that one i've heard it i know it i keep seeing people say it but i don't know they're hot dogs what how does that work but just they're glizzies got my glizzies um that's insane. We are officially a pop culture podcast now, right? Nice, we transitioned. No, but Trolls 2 broke a ton of records. It it actually, because it was one of the first ones that says, you know, we're going to do it. We're just going to go VOD. We we got shut down. We can't. We spent all this money. We got to release it. A pretty star-studded feature. George Clinton is in it. Last movie he did was uh, PCU. You remember that one? Uh, competing podcasters, the McElroy brothers are in... Trolls 2, and they got themselves in it by just deciding a couple years ago because their kids loved the first Trolls. That they they just basically said on the podcast, We are going to be in Trolls <laughs> 2. And I don't know that they did any actual work to do it other than they just kept saying it. And I think all their listeners kept tweeting about it. And finally, the Trolls people are like, Who are these guys? There's just so many people tweeting about them. What if we just like put them in? And like, I don't even know if they have lines, but it's an animated <laughs> movie, but they're in the credits. We're- we're going to get on Trolls 75 at this rate. so. <laughs> but like, yeah, so it uh, it said, let's do it. Broke a bunch of records. It, it, it had a phenomenal. And I didn't even pay for it right away because it was 20 bucks to rent. Like that is insane. 
I, I, well, but you were going to pay more than that to go see it in the theater. I, yeah, I guess with my kid, but... Uh, What's the difference? I don't know. Like, I guess, like... So that's... Here, that's my point, is it broke records. It made a bunch of money. Um, right now, Bill & Ted 3 coming out, B, BT3, if it released in theaters only right now, regardless of how many people are comfortable, not comfortable, whatever, it would get less views yes. because... Limited capacity, some places are closed. So it will it will make less money that way for sure. Now, if they were to release in theaters and on VOD the same way they were going to, you're going to get people that really want to see it in theaters, will go see it in theaters, but then anybody who wasn't comfortable going to a theater but was comfortable spending the $20, because that's how much a movie ticket is realistically, yeah. they're going to now say, oh, I can just pay $20 wow. and watch it at home. Yeah, arguably you're not even if if you got kids then it's more like it's about it's a hundred dollars. That's the movie. that's I was about to get to it. That is one delta is I take myself and four kids to the movie theater. I'm spending twenty times you know five whatever. Whereas at home I pay twenty dollars and whoever's at home can watch it. So then they're also making a little less money there. So I think overall they're probably gonna not make as much money. Wow. But you got to think what if they waited a year or a year and a half or whenever it is appropriate to get full theater capacity again by that time it's gonna kind of have died away and then plus there's all these other movies waiting so then your lineup gets kind of thick so then you're like well what if we release it now just because there's a dry spell people want movies maybe we'll get more people you know there's oh, so pe- many there's so many people factors. are stuck at home like that's that's a big thing with um liquor sales is that this has been great for craft breweries and stuff well maybe not great but it's been good for a lot of breweries because people are drinking more at home but the um buddy i gotta tell you since since covid happened and i stopped leaving my house my white claw and cannabis um intake has gone up severely i i think it really depends on what type of movie it is i think trolls 2 did really well because it's a kid's movie and i really think from personal experience that kids movies will do way better just because, like, first of all, you don't have to pay for six tickets. You can make your own popcorn. You can do it in the. You can. You can. You don't have to pay for. Yeah, you could set everything up in the house, and your kids, if they don't pay attention, you can turn it off and come back to it. Because they're. I've been in the that new Grinch movie. We took both, uh, both kids to it. One of them was too young, so I spent. I paid for a ticket, and I spent the whole time walking around Christmas shopping because I was like, Wow. And it, Wow. I, I ended up seeing it. Don't worry. Grinch is my favorite. But like, no, it's, um, I think the type of movie and Bill and Ted is a good example of this. Bill and Ted will do better if it releases VOD because it's traditionally, I'm going to lump this in, even though it's not a stoner comedy, it's a stoner comedy. And that's tradition. I would say that more people are going to be willing to sit at home. They're going to be willing to consume cannabis and have a few drinks and watch Bill and Ted because it's not a, that's not a movie that's going to draw me to the theater. If you're talking about Chris Nolan's Tenant, if you're talking about Top Gun Maverick, if you're talking about World War, uh, Wonder Woman 1984, those are all movies that are going to draw me to a theater. Okay, that's an interesting point because I want to see all those movies that you just met. All three of those, very excited. You you know I want to see Chris Pine in another oh, movie. You fucking yeah, know it. Second favorite Chris. But here's the thing. I don't care if I go to the theater. I, I, and I used to go to the theater a lot. So, I mean, uh, super fan Chris and I go to the theater all the time. Uh, my buddy Alex, who I don't think listens, we go to the theater all the time. You <laughs> Come know, on, Alex. Uh, friend of the, friend of the show, Jason, you know, Walker, we all go to movies. I used to work at the movie theater. Um, and when I could get free movies, like I was going to the theater all the fucking time. Like I like movies. So I want to see movies. 
the reason I go to movie theaters now is because something comes out, I want to see it. And if I want to see it now, I got to go to the theater. And then sometimes as well, spoilers. I don't want to wait because then you're going to get spoilers, especially, you know, Twitter and everything. So that's why I go. But if you're telling me the movie's going to be out in a movie theater or out and you can watch it at home, even if it's the same price, I'm watching it at so home. So if you have to, if you have to pay times. like two tickets, 40 bucks at home, you're going to watch it at home? If it was the same price as the theater, yes. Yeah, so, and I guess it is different because we're using it, I'm using it as an escape, right? Like we're, it's an easy way to go out. And there, I, I, I honestly prefer sitting down and being fully immersed. This goes back to what we talked about last week, though, like how you notice things and you don't, you like to get entertained, but you're not fully immersed in like a Star Wars or Star Wars kind of shit, as Corey called it or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, (laughs) You're not really. Not a fan. But. I don't, I don't quite get that because like my enjoyment level of the movie is only based on surroundings in so much as if I'm being distracted or something's going on that's taking my attention away. And, and honestly, the chance of that happening is higher in a theater than it is at home. At home, I control the environment. The only difference is size of screen, darkness of room, uh, volume. Uh, That's it. Well, but I don't. Are you? Will you go on your phone when you're watching a movie at home? It depends on the movie. If I haven't seen it before, probably not. If I haven't seen it before, but I'm not enjoying it, maybe. And if I've seen it before, then probably. See, I think that if you're going to the theater, you're obviously you're you're, you're making a more conscious decision, so you're more likely going to enjoy the movie. I think, which is a tough. That's a pretty broad statement, but I don't know. I well, speak for yourself. Do you feel that that's true for you? Yeah, I do, and I because is it the money or just the commitment and the actually having to go there and do it? Is it the fact that it's dark and your phone's off and you're shut out from other stimuli? That's, that's a unless there's a baby next. Yeah, that's to That's a big part. That if I'm shut down and there, there's no other stimuli, like I used to go to movies. I used to go to the movies alone when I lived in Grand Prairie. I loved going to the movies, and I know that's I know that just sounds like a um, no. I but I I had a system. It was awesome because I'd go. The movie had to be out two or three weeks, um, and then you'd go right at movie time, and then just sneak in the back, grab your bag of popcorn, your bottle of water, and sneak in the back, and then nobody saw you sitting there by yourself. Yeah, it was awesome. I loved going by myself to movies just because you're you're shut off. It's completely dark. You're just focused on the movie. You're not in. You, you have a legit excuse to not be on your phone. I nobody else is on their phone, so you're not like, hey, this person isn't. You're not really distracted by other people. Yeah, I love going to the movies. Well, see, I would say kind of the opposite. Like in the movie theater. I have no control over it. So there's people around me talking. There's that baby crying. There's just somebody that smells. Somebody's chewing very loudly. Like, there's all these things that can happen. And they don't always happen. You know, I would say more times than not, your yeah. movie-going experience is fine. But at home, I control those things. I also control pausing it if I need a bathroom break. I control my snacks, my snack refills, the speed of my snack refills, my <laughs> drinks. Yeah, that's a, actually, I, it slows me down from snacking when I go to the theater. But the... um. Well, I mean, it depends on how you look at it. I get the bag of popcorn, I finish it before the trailers start, and then I have no snacking for the length of the film because I ate all my popcorn already. No, I um, I also think this would... Do you think this would be a different question if we were both single? Uh, I don't know. I never really took... Well, one, I've Russian never really art. done a lot of dating. 
Yeah, but I, and also I, it's hard for me to remember how 20-year-old Ryan thought because uh, who knows. But uh, now I think, why would I want to go on a first date to a movie theater? That's two hours where you're not talking to each other. That doesn't make any sense. The point is to get to know each other. First date, no. I think, and the dating is so different nowadays from what I've heard. Like, I would just be so lost. But the, um, I view it as a shared experience. And there's obviously other shared experiences in a movie. People are going to be like, oh, you should get out and go for a hike or you should do this. Yeah, I'll do that stuff too. But like, <laughs> this is a movie podcast. It's sure. not a hiking sure podcast. So let's talk about movies. And I used to use it. It, I used to love it as a date, but now looking back, I probably wasn't very good at dating. <laughs> Tuck, quick aside. This episode, no rails. No, I, I was going to say we're off the rails, no rails. Speaking of hikes, this isn't a hike, so bear okay. with me. My beautiful wife has decided that she wants to spend uh, three days in August um, doing a 300-kilometer bike trip through the mountains. Bicycle. She's going to bicycle. With no, well, I'm there. I'm not biking. Okay. I physically am not able to. Um, I'm not uh, some sort of bike-based Terminator like my beautiful wife. Uh, it's called the Golden Triangle. She's going to do Lake Louise to Radium, yep. Radium to Golden, Golden back to Lake Louise. I said, hey, I'll uh, drop you off and your bike off in Lake Louise and like meet you in Radium, and I'll take my e-bike and... Maybe pedal around radium, see the sights there, but like I I can't I'm not doing hundred kilometers on a bicycle, I'll die. I can't do it. Not to mention three days in a row. Yeah. Are you what did she say to that? <laughs> oh, she she's fine with that. I don't think she expect she was I don't think at any point she invited me to do it with oh, her. Good. I just I'll replied to her to but to, just so you know I'm not doing it. But I don't think in her mind the possibility was ever. No, there. and I um three days in a row. I've done two days in a row hundred kilometers, but my bike was too small, and that was not a good idea. Like, three days would be yikes. Plus, through the mountains, that's crazy elevation change. Good for her. Yeah, I mean, good for her indeed. I if, It's not it's not If they me. have a theater and radium, are you going to go check out a movie? <laughs> no, like, that's where I'm at. Like, right now, obviously because of COVID, I'm very much like, I don't need to go to a theater. But then also because of theaters kind of shutting down for a while, it made me reassess just in general, my thoughts about theaters and when theaters are back open a hundred percent, if I have the ability to just get the movie on demand at home same day, or even honestly, a few days later, I'm doing it. I'd rather just do it. Is this our, is this our vinyl? Like this is our, this is like the drive. It's like the drive-in, right? Like, did you ever go to any drive-in movies? Yeah. I saw who framed Roger Rabbit at a drive-in when I was a kid. And I love yeah, ruled. I love driving. A terrifying movie for a child, oh, frankly, yeah. like fucking horrifying. But the um yeah, I think this is that moment. This might be that moment where this is uh this is video killed the radio star, but video on demand killed Maybe. the theater star. Now, very bad for movie theaters. This is very bad for them. But for the production companies, the companies behind the movies, I think they'll be okay, don't you? Uh, I don't know, like I'd have to look at I don't I know trolls broke a bunch of records for video on demand but that makes sense because a lot of people i don't know what the total revenue would be i don't it it, it could have the like there could be the whole legalized cannabis thing right same sort of theory where like you're gonna get a bunch of people that didn't didn't have the ability to go to a theater or didn't like myself i i gotta find a sitter i gotta do a bunch of things so if my wife and i want to watch a movie 
Now we can get it. My wife. My Sorry. wife. Sorry. No, that's okay. I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> Great callback, Ryan. Oh, <laughs> no, but the, um, yeah, if we want to watch a new movie, if something comes out and strikes us that's not on the 17 servi- streaming services that we have to subscribe to, then yeah, we'll, uh, we'll order it on demand. But that just, I don't know. It's not something we do now. So that's just a paradigm shift, I guess. Yeah. And I think it's not something we do now because quite often it's not available to us. Um, but speaking of streaming services, today I read Disney Plus pushed the release of the live action Mulan. And now in September sometime, they're bringing Mulan to Disney Plus, but not included with the streaming package. You just rent it for, I think it's 25 or $30. You rent Mulan. So if you wanted to see it, but you couldn't go to the theaters, now you can do it at home. So yeah. And, you know, they're not selling a ticket to each individual person in the household anymore, but also now, to your point, maybe more households will get it because it wasn't an option before, but it's an option now. Yeah, and I know uh, everybody's hyped about I'm not too hyped about Mulan. I was kind of that age. That was the cutoff because it came out after Lion. I just think it's weird that they keep doing these live actions of their I know, and I was going to say that. Like, like, I think. It's like a real money grab. Oh, it's awful. Like. Although, damn, that lion, that live action Lion King, that well, it's not live action; it's photorealistic, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. But the CG, the graphics, like John Favreau did, fucking amazing. What a guy! Like that movie is crispy as he hell. He kills everything he does. But yeah, that movie's awesome. Do you watch that Chef show on Netflix no. with him? You did? It's cool. It's just him, and he's like, uh, "Hey, I'm John Favreau. I'm like hella rich, and I'm <laughs> like like learning like how to cook, and I've been hanging out with famous chef Roy Choi, and like." Now we brought on another guy, and we're just going to, like, chill. John, it's so relaxing and fun. You don't know how money you are, John Favreau. Listen to me, yes, Mikey. Yes, basically, Listen yes. Listen to me. You don't even know how money you are. Um, no, I I don't like the live-action Disney's. I did like the Jungle Book. I thought Christopher Walken singing uh, I Want to Be a Man Man Cub. That was so good. He was awesome. I didn't see it. Didn't it's see it. It's worth it. Uh, I love Jungle Book as a kid. I don't know, because I, like... yeah. Is it? Because they're children's movies. Well, I don't know. I have to watch them. <laughs> and I like, yeah. I like Jungle Book. I like the It's a musical, essentially. But yeah, the um, I don't know. I, I think that it's uh, it's a pivot point for theater. So you're telling me if said I don't know too much. Next month, next month, Wonder Woman 1984 releases in the theaters. Uh, or sorry, releases on demand, but then they're like, ah, in three months we'll come to theaters. You're waiting for the theater because you want to get that theater experience? Honestly, I'm probably going to wait until it's on a free streaming service, which is going to be like seven years. Okay. <laughs> now, I guess maybe that's another big factor is like, I guess, how often are you going to see new movies in the theater? Uh, last year, not now, not during the, the now think, times that are bad. I think the last movie I saw in theaters was Rise of Skywalker. And I know this is going to make me sound like not a not a... I'm just a guy that likes movies. I'm not a guy that likes current movies. I really want to see these. Well, things. you're busy. You're a dad. Yeah. You got two kids. Like, there's a lot of factors. Yeah. So it's a it was a Christmas tradition that my brother and I, my brother-in-law and I, would go to the newest Star Wars movie. So mm-hmm. that's what we do at Christmas. And I think that was the last one I saw. Yeah. See, I will like depending on the month. I'll go to a movie every weekend. Not often. It's got to be a good month. But it's usually more like one to two a month. Yeah, and like when I was in GP solo, I went at least once a week. It was awesome. So, and as the kids get older, yeah, I think my 
we would go date night maybe once every three months, I'd say. So I guess like over overall, what you're saying is, you know, you you don't go to the theater a ton. So it's not really like a money factor of like, well, it's, it's you're not doing we're not doing any calculations no. to like game the system here. We're just saying, which one do we enjoy more? And for you, you feel like you're getting a different type of experience watching a movie in a theater. And you yes. Prefer. And that's I think that actually I was going to bring that up. Thanks for reminding me. But that's a big part, like the amount of content that you consume versus the amount of content that I consume. It's I shouldn't say that because I do consume quite a bit, but the amount of recent content that you consume versus the amount of recent content I consume. When talking content consumption, like you can count your bang bus subscription. Like that's content technically paying for it. What an idiot. No, but the, uh, (laughs) no, but content, like you consume a, a little bit more. I'll say a little bit more. And so, and that theater experience was probably, it's a special thing for me still, right? Like that, that, if I went every week, yeah, I would much prefer. I'd get old. You'd get over it, right? Like you. You think I'm like numb to it because I go. I've been to the theater so many times. No, I think you're just realizing, hey, like if this is going to be available to me, I've it's lost that you've lost that love and feeling. Like you never close your eyes <laughs> sure. anymore. Okay. No, but. Um, no, I understand. Yeah, and I. And like I'm not. I don't think that there's a right or a wrong. I think it really is going to be subjective. I've got quite a list of reasons why I like the on-demand at home model. You've got quite a list of reasons why you like the, the theater model. But so, it's really just going to come down to people. So like, hey, you know what yeah. we'll do this week? We will ask Segway. our Instagram followers. Yes, I did it. We'll ask our Instagram followers, and we'll get their opinions. Uh, Tuck, where can they find us on Instagram? Tuck enrolls. That's T U C K N. R O L L S. That's Tuck and Rolls on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to leave us a voice message about how much you love the theater and how much you love seeing Tom Cruise do his Tom Cruise run in the theater, um, it's anchor.fm slash Tuck and Rolls. Same thing. So it's all three are the same. So leave us a message on Instagram. Also, because we're switching up the topics, throw some topics you want to hear. You want to hear Ryan and I give your opinions. First of all, we're going to probably retweet a comment why question mark, but we appreciate it. We like the ideas. We're we're not struggling with ideas, but we always love the encouragement, and we wanted we we're doing. I'm this. struggling. I barely remember at the start of the episode what we were supposed to be talking. We're doing about. this for but you. I'm here for the we're people. We're doing this for you. I'm the man of the yeah. people. We're, you tell us what you want to talk us to talk about. We're gonna do it. And if you don't, you get ready for just always me talking about Fast and the Furious. <laughs> You're gonna get a lot more last chance to you leadership breakdowns fucking this week walker past walker tried to tell me that the rock just isn't that good and oh my god i had opinions so yeah we we gotta save that because i do love the rock you're goddamn yeah, right I you do, do. Yeah. what's the other nope, option i uh <laughs> i watch before i go work out i watch the rock's instagram because i'm just like yeah yeah it's insanely inspirational he's so good he's the best no walker you're wrong and eh, incorrect Rock so yeah, send us, send us, tweet at us, or shoot us a message on Instagram. Let us know your opinions about being in the theater. If you have some show ideas, we'll run those too. Um, probably if you suggest a good one, we will ask you to be on the show. So if that <laughs> interests you, get ready for the invite. And then now let's talk. Uh, top three. What are we doing? Top yeah. three. You said you, you're stealing my top three. Oh, heartbreaking! Yeah, I had what a dick. Such a good one. Probably. Bad cop. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that. <laughs> Sorry. The Lego movie, Good Cop, Bad Cop with Liam Neeson is one of the best. Anyway, top three, because I watched Quick and the Dead. What are your top three Westerns? 
Ooh, that is a good question. Yeah. I I will just say this. I'll give you a couple minutes to think. I love a good Western movie. And it's rare because there was a lot of, there was the whole spaghetti Western, and then there was those kind of cheesy 90s Westerns. And then there's been a few recently that are just, well, not recently, I should say in the last 15 years, but yeah. No, a good Western is great. Look, I don't love a good Western. You know my opinion. Space is better than old. Yeah. Space Western. Oh, I'll give you that one. Well, there is Cowboys yeah. and Aliens, which is not good, though. That's not making my top three for sure. So, okay, right off the bat, I will say The Quick and the Dead because oh. you. I know you mentioned it. I know you talked about it, but like I told you as soon as you told me about it last night, I was like, hell yeah. Like I love Sam Raimi. He's a sick director. Uh, I love Darkman. I love Evil Dead. I love those first two Spider-Man God. movies. We're going to talk about the third one. Um, he's now, I don't know if you knew this, so he's directing the second Doctor Strange movie. You told me this. So, I'm excited. Yeah, so the guy that directed the first one, Scott Derrickson, is usually, like, he does, like, horror. Um, and he was like, I'll come do your Doctor Strange movie, because they tapped him for it. But he's like, I want to do the second one, and I want it to, to lean more horror. And I think Doctor Strange is actually a really good character for that. Yeah. Um, and... They were like, sure, Scott, no problem. But then apparently during some of the pre-production or production, I'm not sure what stage of the process they were in, things kind of fell apart with Scott and Marvel, and he left the project. You know, I think it was probably just creative differences or whatever. Ah. But now they have Sam Raimi, which I'm like, I'm excited for. Uh, I didn't particularly like that last Spider-Man movie, but I think he's a talented guy, and he's been around for a while doing a lot of interesting things. So excited what he can do with it. Sam Raimi does that kind of... um horror comedy sort of blend like you look at the evil dead with ash and that's a definite like they're horror but they're funny like ash is a funny character in the chainsaw hands and everything i think that'll work well in the marvel universe looking at scott derrickson's other movies sinister uh hellraiser inferno all of these are really horror movies and those would not work yeah sinister is terrifying you you definitely haven't seen it but i haven't i'm looking at the poster and i'm just like nah i'm not gonna sleep tonight the um he would not fit in the mcu Sorry. Well, Doctor Strange he did. did. He did a good yeah. job on the first Doctor Strange, but he, you know, who knows how far he wanted to lean it into, you know, who knows? So there, it's all speculation. But I think, Raimi, I'm excited to see what he does. Okay, I got two more I got to okay. give you. Um, The second one, Unforgiven. Clint oh, Eastwood. Best Picture, 1992, Morgan Freeman, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, that movie is great. And it's great because it's not just like, oh, it's a Western. It's more like... Wow, here's a super dramatic and interesting look at how violence begets more violence and like this cycle of um hurt and like damn, it's just a good movie. No, it's it it was one of those best picture winners you're like, "Yep, yeah, that makes sense." No, it's a great movie. Yeah. Um third, and this is a bit of a twist, you probably haven't seen this one, Bone Tomahawk. No, I haven't. Yeah. Uh, it's got um, Kurt Russell, I think. Um <laughs> it's kind of an independent movie. I don't remember the name of the director. It is like basically a, a western, but also a horror. It's like a horror western. No, I'm not gonna watch that. Um, yeah, it's fucking <laughs> sick, and it also has a scene in it that made me maybe more sick to my stomach than any movie I've ever seen before. Do you want to give us the scene? No, because that would be a huge no. spoiler. That's this is partial crispy gem. I know nobody that is listening to this has seen Bone Tomahawk. Okay. Go watch it. It rules. Um, okay, my top three are gonna be number one is Tombstone. Can't believe you left that okay, one out. Okay, sure. That movie is yep. fantastic. And then I'm going to go uh, 310 to Yuma, the new one. With Christian, Christian Bale. No, Christian yeah, Bale? Yeah, and Russell Crowe. Yeah, Christian Bale. That movie, they, that's a remake. They they did a remake of True Grit. 
Um, sure. And I didn't like it as much. That was disappointing. Was it, you didn't like Jeff Bridges or you didn't like um, Matt Damon? Because they're both kind of doing interesting characters. Yeah, they just didn't hit the same because John Wayne's in the original one and he plays a very dramatic John Wayne role and he does a he's a way better job. Um, but yeah, so I'm not going to pick that. 310. I liked John Wayne best when he played Genghis Khan. <laughs> just kidding. That's super fucked up. Yeah, they made, Hollywood made some weird choices there. But yeah, the um, 310 to Yuma. And then my third one is going to be Silverado. I don't know that one. It's a good one. It is a long, it's just a, it's a Western saga. It's about the Old West and it's just a great, Kevin Glenn and Kevin, uh, there's two Kevins in it. Scott Glenn. Costner. Scott Glenn. You should have said Dances with Wolves. Uh, Dances with Wolves is good. <laughs> Put that in your book. Um, <laughs> okay, that's a decent top three. I I know two of those, and Tombstone is good. Val Kilmer is also, really good Also, if you like Westerns, that uh, that show. Which I don't. We've discussed. No, I know, but that show on Netflix, Hell on Wheels, is a great show. Oh, yeah. You know, I think I watched a little bit of Hell on Wheels. Um, oh, Kevin Costner uh, is in just... Silverado. Sorry. It's uh, ah. Scott Glenn, Kevin Klein, Kevin Costner, and Brian Dennehy are in it. Now, okay, huge- Danny um, Glover. Huge miss, for the both of, huge miss for the both of us. Neither of us said Wild Wild West. Oh, with Will Smith, my favorite actor. I also, nobody said Young Guns 2 with Emilio Estevez, which is yes. a great- and Lou Diamond it's Phillips. It's a great movie. So- yeah, Young Guns Two. We'll go rules. top four. I'll give you Wild Wild West, and I'll take uh, I'll take Young Guns. Yeah, I'll take Young Guns. Okay, too, yeah. I'll I'll take Wild Wild West. You take Young Guns. Okay, that's our top four. Um, also a Kevin Klein movie, Wild Wild West. Big, big. Yeah, that's what made me big think Kevin of it. Kevin Klein guy. Uh, okay, let's do let's do crispy gems because we're about an hour, and I think people are tired of hearing about our dating lives. Good top three. Good <laughs> top three. There's no dating lives. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been on a date in. I don't know, 12 years. Probably why people are tired of hearing about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so look, um, one of my crispy gems, definitely I already mentioned Bone Tomahawk. Go watch it. It fucking rules. It's sick. Um, You're not going to do it, are you? Too scared? Uh, no, it's a, it's a Western. I think I could probably handle it. Where could I find it? I'm going to look it up. Oh, I don't know. I watched it a few years ago when it came out, so I'm not sure. Bone Tomahawk is on Hoopla. No, I'm not going to. What the fuck is Hoopla? American. Oh, Kurt Russell's in that. I might watch this. Yeah, you said Kurt good. Russell. Sorry, I wasn't ignoring you. <laughs> That's okay. I said maybe. Yeah, Kurt you did. Russell. Yeah, Kurt so Russell. You've confirmed my Russell-based suspicions. Uh, I have one more crispy gem. You got a gem? I do. Yeah, my gem is going to be Hard Candy. Is that the kids in the hall? No, movie? it's no. That's Brain Candy with Ellen Page. This is what made me think. Oh, about right. It. It's when she plays. Uh, she's. This is one of her first roles. It was two thousand and five. So this is an older one. It's uh, on Amazon Prime. I watched this movie. I bought the, actually I bought this movie when it came out because I. This is when um, Juno came out, and Ellen Page was also was in this before right, Juno. Juno. And I watched it. It's awesome. So Ellen Page plays a underage girl confronting a pedophile. Is what it is, and it's sounds dark. Oh, it actually it's it's not scary, but it's definitely a thriller, and it's I think you'd like it. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Check it out. Crispy. Okay, I will check it out. I do like Ellen Page. Um, the show that I'm going to recommend, uh, sorry, it's a TV show. I give you a movie. I'm going to give you a TV show, also based off on Brilliant Academy, because Robert Sheehan, who is, damn it, what's his character's name? Klaus. Oh yeah, okay. He's awesome. Um, he, yes, he was in this show. It is a British show called Misfits. 
and it's about like um five i guess young offenders that are in like i don't know community service or whatever you want to call it the british version of that for like you know just being general young shit disturbers uh get superpowers oh and there's there's five seasons they're short because it's um british so they're like um yeah yeah usually about six episodes a series they call it and uh five seri- five five seasons Really good, super good. It is it is a little bit British, so I mean, if you're not used, to, if you only consume, you know, U.S. Canada based content, maybe it is tough for you to transition to something like that because there's just slight differences. But I I love it. It's one of my favorite TV series. It is streaming on CBC actually, so oh. I think you can watch it for free. Nice, okay, that's a good one because I do love the fact that the British TV only has uh, six seasons. That's why Peaky Blinders is so good. I- in my opinion, you tend to get a slightly better product because, yeah. like, I've recently watched, I rewatched Sons of Anarchy, which I think I watched all of when it originally aired, but I didn't really remember that last season. So I was like, I'm going to watch it again. And I realized, like, I forgot the last season because it's just bad. Like, they should have ended yeah. it a full season earlier. So I stopped. Uh, there's a season, right? Uh, I'm not going to give any spoilers. But, um,. There's just there's where was one scene and Jax was just running around just killing people and I was like okay this is too much like it just turns into too much of Grand Theft Auto on motorbikes. It turns into literally like your main character is being insanely violent and then flip to the next scene or next episode and they're like man you should really feel for this guy he's an interesting guy he's got zero layers. and there's and zero like, consequences and you're like and you're like no he doesn't I mean he just killed like five people like. Yeah. I yeah, they they fell Too apart. Far. They should have ended it earlier. The, um, but that's why the the British television shows are better. They do they just do like hey, we have an idea, here's the story, that's how long it is. And I think that's what Netflix does a good job of that same with Amazon Prime. Like the 8 episodes, 8 to 10, even though I think Sons of Anarchy is 12. But yeah, um okay, pop quiz. Ready for this? Pop quiz hot shot. Shoot the hostage, shoot the hostage in the pop knee. Pop quiz hot shot. This is our new oh, this is our new segment. This is going to come up whenever Tuck thinks of it. Um, <laughs> which Sons of Anarchy character was in The Quick and the Dead? That is a very good question. And I'm going to say it was either Ron Perlman, first guess. Okay, no. Or Mark Boone Jr. Which character does he play in Sons of Anarchy? Uh, uh, he plays Bobby. Uh, is that the Sergeant at Arms? Yeah. No, the Sergeant at Arms is Tig. No, okay. Bobby Munson, the second in command. You're right. He plays, he's a, Big, kind yeah, of a yeah. big guy. He's big the bald crazy, guy. He's scars in. Uh, um, there you go. Quick so in the dead. You did. Try. Yeah, that's actually really impressive. Okay, so we end the we end the episode with the W for Ryan on Pop Quiz Hot Chat. <laughs> Next week we might have a guest, or we might do one of the topics, or maybe we just do pop quizzes. <laughs> I mean, I think I should also get a couple points for knowing the name of character actor Mark Boone Jr. Like, come on. <laughs> At, uh, I better check and see if that's right. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, he's in it. I double yeah, okay. check. <laughs> Did you look it up? No, I, I looked it up after to make sure that I was correct. Okay. okay. I'll give it to you. Do you think I cheated? No. I have more integrity than that. I take this podcast extremely seriously. You cheated on two thirds of the way here. <laughs> okay, Tuck. Thank you so much. This was fun. Everybody get on our Instagram and tell us what you want us to talk about next week um, because otherwise I'm just going <laughs> to drink too many white claws and get off yeah, the rails. I think we got a, a list of a couple episodes, but yeah, we want to come on, shoot Ryan or I a message. We'll, we'll make it happen. That message was for you, Donald Trump. Fuck. No, <laughs> man. No, I'm a hard no. It's a hard no. I'll do it myself. <laughs>